Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Around here will enjoy traditional snow days if wintry weather gets bad enough. Also ahead, a bill to force a tentative labor agreement and avoid possible rail worker strike has passed in the House. We'll talk with Leanne Caldwell of The Washington Post. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A federal appeals court has declined to put on hold a Texas judge's ruling that said President Biden's plan to cancel hundreds of billions of dollars in student loan debt was unlawful. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. The Fifth Circuit has held that, in fact, it's an illegal program. Now, this case is sure to make its way to the Supreme Court because in very short order, there's going to be a need to resolve this issue. To stave off a strike, the House passes a bill imposing a contract on union railroad workers and another meeting workers' demands for paid sick leave. The bills now head to the Senate. I'm Stephen Portnoy at the White House, where aides say the president supports sick leave for railroad workers. But he understands there are not 60 votes, right? There are not 60 votes in the Senate to make that happen. And despite the House sending the Senate a bill that would add seven sick days to the union contracts, Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says the president would not support any measure that would slow things down. She says Mr. Biden wants the bill preventing a strike on his desk by this weekend to avoid disruptions and to offer reassurance to shippers. The Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P 500 ended the day in the green. Stock analyst Art Hogan says a speech by Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell was the driver for the market action. We've had a series of better-than-expected economic data prints. Over the course of the last two weeks, economic data is actually coming in a, in a better-than-expected fashion. The Fed chair indicated that rate hikes could slow in December. Police officers in a major American city have been given authority to use remote-controlled robots that are capable of using deadly force in emergency situations. CBS's Jeff Pegues reports. In San Francisco, this policy will have to get another approval from the Board of Supervisors next week, and then it would have to be signed into law by the city's mayor, London Breed, a Democrat who has expressed her support for this proposal. Britain's Prince William and Kate are on a three-day visit to the U.S. Their first stop was in Boston to visit City Hall. Catherine and I are absolutely delighted to be with you today for our first engagement in the great city of Boston. Ahead of the visit, Prince William announced their attendance at the Earthshot Prize Awards Ceremony, honoring environmentalists, along with a flurry of other stops, including Harvard University and the JFK Presidential Library. That's CBS's Michael George reporting. They'll meet with President Biden on Friday. A judge has declared a mistrial at the rape trial of That 70s Show actor Danny Masterson. Jurors said they were hopelessly deadlocked. Masterson is charged with the rape of three women. He has pleaded not guilty. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash cbs22 or use code cbs22. 1103 on Wednesday night, November 30th of 2022. It's 41 degrees, dropping to the upper 20s to mid 30s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. Two little kids from our area vanished eight years ago and have never been found. The mystery of what happened to them may never be unraveled. 
Tonight, their mother, Catherine Hoggle, is no longer facing criminal charges in Montgomery County. A judge has ruled that Catherine Hoggle is mentally incompetent to stand trial, dismissing murder charges against her. The children's father, Troy Turner, is deeply disappointed, convinced that Hoggle murdered the children. As far as where their bodies are is a mystery. As far as what happened, who took them, who did it, there's no mystery there. Under state law, charges must be dropped against anyone found mentally incompetent for five years. Hoggle's lawyer, David Felsen, says it's the right decision. No matter how emotional it is, no matter who people think are involved, we don't try people who cannot defend themselves. The judge has ordered Hoggle to remain in a state psychiatric hospital. In Rockville, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. New tonight, Maryland drivers now have an extra two weeks to pay their outstanding tolls. Midnight was originally supposed to be the deadline for people to pay their toll bills without facing extra penalties. But because so many people were racing to pay at the last minute, the Maryland Department of Transportation says it has extended the deadline to 11.59 p.m. on December 14th. One lady called the newsroom earlier today to say she owes 200 bucks today, but that would go up to $1,200 after the deadline. You'll find a link to pay your tolls at WTOP.com. At the same time, this region is desperate for affordable housing. D.C.'s housing authority is in disarray. A scathing report from the feds details dozens of deficiencies to be corrected, demands to be met, and corrections to be made by March 31st. Public housing is full of vacancies, while tens of thousands of people language on, languish rather on waiting lists, and many units that are occupied are in really bad condition. Today, the D.C. Council got an update. Detailing plans to bring all units up to code. The biggest challenge for us at this point has not been money. It really has been capacity. D.C. Housing Authority Director Brenda Donald says teams of contractors begin accelerated work in January. We want to get every single unit, starting with the occupied units, as well as the vacant ones, to do inspections and to have Um, specific plans that will give us cost estimates of what it's going to take to repair those units. And she says 14,000 work orders have been cleared since summer. Christy King, WTOP News. Fairfax County Public Schools just released its winter weather plan, which is the same plan as last year. The first five bad weather days will be traditional snow days with no school activities for kids. After those five days, FCPS will call for virtual learning days whenever possible. Virtual learning will be synchronous, live instruction. Whenever the snow flies, check back with WTOP for all the school closings, both on the air and on WTOP.com. But what are the chances that we'll get one in the D.C. area this year? Well, to officially qualify as a white Christmas, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration says one inch of snow must be on the ground at 7 a.m. on December 25th. But that has only happened once in the last 30 years. In 2009, that year, there were seven inches on the ground on Christmas morning, left over from a blizzard earlier in the month. Going by weather records dating back to 1884, there's only a 7% chance for a white Christmas in D.C. In fact, rain on Christmas Day is much more likely. There's a 36% chance of that happening on any given December 25th. Coming up, a plan to put the brakes on a possible railroad strike and force a labor agreement is approved in the House. We'll go deeper after traffic and weather. It's 1107. 
WTOP's Dave Johnson loves soccer, and he also lives with multiple sclerosis. It's a condition he shared with his late mother. Dave says covering D.C. United takes him back to watching the Washington Diplomats with his mom. With D.C. United, I've been able to recreate that magic time of our childhood each and every week. WTOP is a proud partner of the National MS Society of Greater D.C. Maryland. To learn more, visit WTOP.com slash MS Society. Proofpoint knows protection starts with people. Today's attacks on organizations target people, not just technology. Protect your people, data, and agency's mission. Proofpoint works on premises, in the cloud, and across email, web, social media, and more. In today's cyber landscape, your people are your greatest defense and most vulnerable security risk. With Proofpoint, you can build a defense that starts with them. Protect people, defend data. Visit proofpoint.com slash public sector. 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Rich Hunter. All right, big story continues to be the crash investigation on the inner loop of the Bellway just before you get to Little River Turnpike exit 52. Two right lanes get you by. The express lanes remain closed off as part of the investigation. Again, uh, consider this to be closed until further notice. We will keep you posted if more lanes become available in the main line. But for now, two to the right get you by. Then just beyond that, the work begins near Route 50 Arlington Boulevard headed toward I-66. When that's eventually in place, you'll be down to a single right lane to the construction. On the outer loop of the Bellway, as you approach the American Legion Bridge and head into Virginia and continue to a point just beyond the bridge for Georgetown Pike, eventually down to one single lane to the left through the work zone. Then on the outer loop approaching I-66, the work zone blocks the right lane. What we cannot tell is whether or not that closure continues onto the ramp to go west on 66 or if that ramp is closed off altogether. Be aware that might be a possibility. Inner loop in Silver Spring between University Boulevard and New Hampshire Avenue. Two right lanes get you by the work there. 95 north and south in Maryland approaching the Baltimore Beltway. Northbound two left lanes get you by. And once again, the ramp to the outer loop of the Baltimore Beltway, exit 49B, closed. And then, or actually it's exit 49A. Southbound two right lanes get you by. Virginia side of 95. Southbound between Centerport Parkway and U.S. 17. Falmouth single file right get you by in the through lanes. Northbound between 17 and Centerport Parkway. Also down to one single lane to the right. Silver Diners ready to play ball after 33 years. Silver Diners now in D.C. across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings its healthy and its classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper has your forecast. After highs today near 60, overnight lows falling into the upper 20s to mid-30s. We'll have breezy winds tonight on into the first half of your Thursday, with highs tomorrow in the 40s and sunny skies. Clouds increase on Friday with temperatures warming to around 50, so seasonable for early December. Some scattered showers on Saturday, mainly during the morning hours. Temperatures warming to around 60, and we're back in the 40s on Sunday with wind chills in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. It's 40 outside the WTOP studios, and it's expected to get much colder than that. Lows tonight, upper 20s to mid-30s. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1111. To stave off a painful strike a week from Friday, the U.S. House has passed a bill imposing a contract on union railroad workers. It now heads to the Senate, which is also expected to weigh and reject 
a House-passed measure that would meet workers' demands by giving them paid sick leave. The House voted overwhelmingly with 79 Republicans joining Democrats to impose contract terms on four objecting unions. Just three Republicans signed on to a separate measure that would meet workers' demands by adding seven sick days. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says though President Biden supports sick leave for railroad workers. He does not support any bill uh, or amendment that will delay getting this bill to his desk uh, by this Saturday. Jean-Pierre says shippers need assurance ahead of next Friday's strike deadline. Dimitri talks about all of this with Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell. And the fact that President Biden wanted Congress to enforce this so-called tentative agreement from late this summer, despite some of the unions wanting more, wanting paid sick days, it was a big blow to some of the unions and brought a lot of consternation among some Democrats. But Biden and Speaker Pelosi realized and factored in the impact on the economy, and they sent a message. We support paid sick days. We hope you keep working toward this. But for the time being, you guys have to come to an agreement and not let this strike go through. Any trouble expected in the Senate? The Senate is supposed to take up this legislation um, as soon as possible. They want to pass this as soon as possible, as much time before December 9th. But there's still a lot of negotiating going on. There has been no plan that has been released in the Senate. And when that happens, that means they are still working through all of their members to determine where everyone stands and to see if it would, in fact, pass. So uh, there's still a lot of work to do. Uh, you know, Senator Bernie Sanders says that he will block it unless he gets a vote on paid sick leave. Um, So we'll see. There's a lot of negotiations happening behind the scenes right now. When you look at the fact that Congress has to intervene in matters like this, does it tell us something bigger about the state of the American worker or unions or anything like that? So I think that it doesn't, only because Congress has intervened 18 times in the past 60 or 70 years to ensure that a rail strike does not happen. And a law was passed in the 1920s because so many rail strikes were happening and unions and rail companies couldn't agree. And so there was major disruption to the economy back then. And that's why the law was passed to enable Congress to intervene to prevent that. And so this is actually something that has been happening for many, many decades. And so uh, right now we're just kind of at the latest phase of that, this latest negotiation, even though the contents of the negotiation does change and does progress. Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell, co-author of The Early 202. She was on Skype. Coming up on WTOP, the Wizards and the Nets go at it in New York, 1114. This can be the year you begin to restore your hair. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $500 off their trademark procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. 
Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. The Wizards got another dominant game from Kristaps Sporzingis, but this time in a loss, falling to the Nets 113-107. Porzingis followed up his career-high scoring performance Monday with a career-best 19 rebounds to go with his team-high 27 points in Brooklyn. My body's feeling well. That's one thing. You know, I'm mentally um, in a good place and, and, and playing my game, being aggressive, trying to figure out ways how I can be better for my teammates. They needed to be better for him. Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma each scored 25 points, so the Wizards, outside of their big three, scored only 30. On a night when local products, Kevin Durant scored a game-high 39 points in 37 minutes, KP. He's the best player in the world. You know, he's, he's very hard to stop, you know, especially if he's feeling good. He's getting to the line. He's getting those damn ones. And he's coming off, a, I don't know, 45-point game also, you know, so he's confident. The Wiz will try to avoid a fifth straight road loss in Charlotte Friday. Down a level, Georgetown's second half rally fell short in the Big East Big 12 battle. They fall to Texas Tech 79-65 to drop back to 500. But George Washington cruised to a 79-55 victory over South Carolina to improve to 5-2. In other final scores, George Mason needed overtime to beat Hofstra 81-77 and, like the Patriots of ECU, improved to 4-0 at home with a 70-65 win over Vanderbilt. Howard lost by more points than they scored at Yale, 86-40, and Navy's three-game win streak ends with an 82-77 loss to Lipscomb. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 1117, Virginia has announced its first reported pediatric flu death of the season. A child in Virginia's southwest region died from complications associated with influenza. The Commonwealth and many other states are experiencing high or very high levels of flu activity now. Virginia Health Commissioner Colin Green is urging everyone who is eligible to get the flu vaccine as soon as possible. The top stories we're working on at WTOP, a major development in the murder of two young kids in Montgomery County. A judge decides whether their mother is competent to stand trial in their deaths. Fleetwood Mac co-lead vocalist Christine McVie has died. By many fans, she was considered the heart of that incredibly popular music group. And the deadline to pay off your Maryland tolls at a discounted price has been extended by a couple of weeks. You can get details at WTOP.com. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, yet another problem, yet another incident involving a tractor trailer. 66 westbound, right before you get into the work zone that's bef- uh, between the rest area in Manassas and 234 Sudley Road. Crash involving a tractor trailer and it uh, looks like several other vehicles. For now, all traffic stopped, both in the main lanes and the express lanes, so nobody currently getting by. 66 westbound, west of 29 Centerville, east of the Manassas Rest Area, right at the beginning of that work zone. So please be careful. Again, at this point, do not commit beyond 29. Consider taking that across the battlefield down the Sudley Road to get around this closure. Again, unclear how long that will stay. Now, the Beltway investigation continues on the inner loop of the Beltway. As you approach Little River Turnpike exit 52, it does appear that they've reopened all lanes in the main lane of the belt, main lanes of the Beltway. However, the express lanes remain closed as they continue their investigation. But it looks like you now have all four interloop lanes now approaching Little River Turnpike open. Just the express lanes are closed. Then beyond that, heads up, 
the work zone between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. You're eventually down to one single lane to the right to the work zone. Also working on the interloop in Montgomery County between University Boulevard and New Hampshire Avenue. Two right lanes get you by. And then on the outer loop, as you approach and pass over the American Legion Bridge and continue to a point just beyond the bridge for Georgetown Pike, single file left gets you by the work zone. The exits to both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike do remain open. Now, emergency work in the district in northwest on 16th Street over top of Piney Branch Parkway. So between Arkansas Avenue and Spring Road, looks like they are alternating traffic one direction at a time through that work zone. Donate your car to carsforkids.org. Your car running or not can be picked up as soon as the next day. Hurry to get maximum 2022 tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A cold front moved through our region during the late afternoon and evening hours, allowing really chilly air to move in. Lows tonight in the upper 20s to mid-30s. Wind chills before midnight in the 30s. After midnight, wind chills in the teens and 20s. So a really cold start on your Thursday morning and a chilly day overall with highs only in the 40s. We do have plenty of sun. Sun gives way to clouds on Friday with highs around 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Now 44 in DuPont Circle, 39 in Germantown, 42 in Annandale. Lows expected tonight in the upper 20s to mid-30s. The weather is brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, we hear from that very lucky pilot of a plane that crashed into a power tower in Montgomery County. 1121. Is your prostate secretly being destroyed without you knowing it? All the ads for these prostate pills like Super Beta Prostate, Saw Palmetto, Prostastream, Prostagenics, and others. Want to know which pills work and which are garbage? Now you can. Get a free copy of the new guide, Prostate Secrets, that pulls back the curtain on the prostate pill industry. Learn what is really in these pills. Which pill has over 987 adverse event reports filed against it with the FDA? It's shocking. Learn the one food to avoid that is a prostate killer and discover the three so-called health foods that destroy your prostate. Get your free copy at ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. This free guide will show you how to end your prostate problems without drugs or surgery, five important things to do to protect your prostate, and much more. Warning, this guide is controversial and may be offensive to some readers as it pulls no punches. So go to ProstateSecrets.com. ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. 1122. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. 
This is WTOP News. 1123. Miracle. That is the word that one D.C. pilot cannot use enough after he and a passenger survived a crash into an electrical tower late this past weekend in Gaithersburg. WTOP's Mike Marillo got to speak with the pilot about the crash and the rescue of him and his passenger. God, it really, really saved me. The crash Patrick Merkel says happened after he was flying too low in clouds returning from New York. Buddy says the placement in that tower was miraculous because the plane held in place and live wires didn't cause an explosion. This was a miraculous event for us to be able to look back on it and talk about it. Both he and his passenger Jan Williams were injured, but both have been released from the hospital. Very sorry that um, I hurt in this way, but you know the important thing there is we're we're alive. We're going to enjoy our grandchildren and our retirement. They both thank all the rescuers and medical teams that helped them. I of course would have shaken everybody's hand if I could have known who to, whose hand to shake. And also the thousands of people who went without power for their rescue. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And speaking of the rescuers involved, now those firefighters in Montgomery County are telling us how they got both those people out of the plane and got the plane and them safely to the ground. Sometimes firefighters are called to rescue people when they're trapped. Sometimes they have to stabilize things. Sunday night, they did both. You just break those components down to their simplest form and you can get through it and not let it overwhelm you. Lieutenant John Land was in the bucket helping both people out of that airplane. It took hours to get all of the residual static electricity off of the wires so they could stabilize the plane and then approach it without getting shocked. I'm not going to lie that when we were going up and the power line was a foot from my head, I was ducking. I didn't I didn't want to find out. What did the two trapped inside say when he got there? They're cold. They're uh, uh, get us out of here. It was great just to get up there and hear them talking to us. Luke Marlowe was also in the bucket and I had to ask did he ever look down? Turns out there was nothing to see below. Because it was so foggy that night. In Gaithersburg, John Dome in WTOP News. 11:25 Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Fed Chair Jerome Powell indicates the next rate hike will be a little smaller. The Dow rallied 737 points. The Nasdaq up almost 4.5%. DoorDash is cutting almost 1,200 corporate jobs. The government revised third-quarter economic growth to an annual rate of 2.9%. Drugmaker Granules India is investing $12.5 million in a pill-making factory in Manassas. The company makes generic versions of drugs like Tylenol, Motrin, and Mucinex. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian stocks are rallying in Tokyo. Stocks are up more than 1%. Coming up after traffic and weather here on WTOP, the House passes a bill to avert a costly rail strike, sending the measure to the Senate. 1126. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. This week marks the beginning of Advent, that time of personal and communal preparation for the birth of our Savior at Christmas. As we plan with excitement and anticipation for the material celebration, we must also remember the authentic meaning of the season. These next four weeks offer the perfect time to assess where we are in our spiritual journey so we can truly be ready for Christ our Lord. Real preparation for the glory which awaits us means the willingness to block out worldly noise, committing to a conversion of heart, letting go of harmful influences in our lives, 
and opening our hearts to allow the Lord in. Then, when Christmas morning arrives, we are ready to welcome our newborn king with joyful. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature, preserving life.